I'm going to hit the that, record. That's the best idea. I'm going to say hello. Okay. Welcome to us, Wargamer. The Square Bast slash 40k adjacent show remix. We're going to cover today some new 40k. Uh, we're also going to cover some old world. But we're joined by Val, my Square Bast co-host. And returning as if like an eagle from the sky or a falcon yeah. from the forest. The falcon. Hello, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> mm, plosives. Mm, plosives. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, Pete, so great to have you back. Where have you been? What have you been doing? I mean, I've been living in my new place now for almost, well, Jesus, almost a year. I've been wow. back in the East Coast. It's been so long. Wow. Um, still commuting 300 kilometers a day for work. And... Um, Otherwise, you know, just living my life as best I can. Pretty busy. I like that there's some misery left. Like there's, 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 it, it'll there's never little, go away. It'll never yeah. go away. You know, you, it, it's an essential ingredient that, you know, like, yeah, sure, you're back in your homeland and you know, some other, there's some nice things happening. But also you have to drive through a day to work. Yeah, but, but you know, it's I work basically one week on, one week off. So it's not terrible. So just one week of my life, I spend three hours a day driving, and then the other week I lay around and talk to animals. How was okay. the winter? That's pretty good. Winter was great. I the the difference between um, consistent negative forty and fifty degree, um, you know, bullshit in the Arctic, and just having a little extra snow wouldn't change it for the world, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> Are you, near the, the world. are you near the coast now is that right i am i am i am directly on the coast um and uh yeah eating lobster shaming french people just doing the things that maritimers do that's what i've Reach always loved the ocean and fucking crack it open yeah <laughs> slurp out his brains that's how you do it just just hanging out with a couple of uh salty seamen at the bastion tackle shop yep we do have a big Bass Pro Shop now. It used to be an amusement park. Oh, really? How yeah, they bought the amusement that? park. It's it's big. The... It used to be called Crystal Palace. Wait, Look up you, Crystal Palace. Wait, you don't have the you don't have the pyramid one. No, uh, no. But we have a palace that is now a Bass Pro Shop, oh and it still looks like a palace. If I was a bass, I would at this stage be very concerned. Yeah, they should be. Oh my god, I've just realized they are the mortal enemies of the show. The pro bass shop yeah, yeah. is now Wait a minute, aren't they pro bass though? Oh they are pro bass. Are they our friends? Wait, can we get Are they pro bass or pro shops? <laughs> I think they're just pro shops. They might be pro shops. Can uh, we get sponsored pro by Pro I mean, Bass? It was the first thing that came through my head when you said it was that <laughs> why haven't you guys gotten that sponsorship? We're a woke fishing show. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what we are. <laughs> uh, right, okay. So, so uh, Val, uh, Pete, it's so great to have you back um, and just to catch up with you about anything. So just feel free to be unhinged for the rest of the show. Uh, that's the goal. For people who I don't... don't... have to give him permission for that. I think he'll be, he'll be fine. That's true. Uh, for people who have tuned into either the 40K Jason show or the Old World show previously, but no, the Old World show and haven't don't know what, uh, who Pete is, during lockdown, we always did the 40K Jason show. So we tried to talk about 40K, but oftentimes it'd be a lot, mm -hmm. about, the, it'd be a lot about the Bush administration. I don't want to kick this show off in the wrong way, but 
Tucker got fired. Pretty it was good. Crazy. <laughs> Beautiful. What? <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful moment. Uh, it's pretty good. And I don't know if you've seen. Have you guys Santa- been following why he got fired? Oh yeah, it, it it runs quite the gamut. But the the latest one with the the whole prayer situation or whatever, and Murdoch being like, "That's too weird for me." That one was new. That, well, I haven't, I I haven't you- seen that. All I saw yesterday was that this is true because I remember I I've gleefully read all of a lot of the uh, text message um, sort of transcripts that have been released in a court lately. The Elon yep. Musk ones and the Fox News ones were particularly wild for revealing what pieces of shit they are. And uh, there were some things though that were so shitty that they were redacted, and it was apparently just the extra triple like quadruple star super shitty vibes brought by Mr. Tucker Carlson uh, uh, that were redacted (laughs) because they were hoping the judge wouldn't make them reveal what was behind it. And then the board of Fox News apparently found out what was behind the redacted blacked out parts. And it was so fucked up that they immediately sought to settle. Wow. Because they didn't want it to, they didn't, yeah. And then they fired Tucker Carlson. That's crazy. It was 800 milli. It was... (laughs) It was just like, oh, well, we're fucked. Like, they were <laughs> fucked. So, like, they were already fucked, but to, like, just be that much extra mm, fucked mm. sauce, just a little bit on top, is fantastic. It was a good it was a week. Thing. It was a good week. It was a good week. Uh, and also, I remembered, like, when he got we got when he got fired, I was being like, oh, well, whatever, he's fooling me around. But, like, let's remember that, like, Glenn Beck used to be a guy. Like, um, fucking Bill O'Reilly used to be a guy. Yeah, and they just basically disappeared unless they went on Tucker Carlson's show, so. Yeah, so it's a, it's like, it's a tremendous thing that this piece of shit is fucking deplatformed. Unless he runs for president and then somehow miraculously wins. But that's not gonna happen! Well, there's the rumor <laughs> that there's a, that the Fox also has an oppo file on him, and they're just like, you have to stay pretty quiet for a long time. They probably have an oppo file on the other two as well, which is why they shut the fuck up as well when they left. Like, yeah. I imagine. Uh, which is great. I love that. Um, this is anyway. this is by the way, uh, viewers who aren't familiar with the 40k Jason show. This is a classic piece of it where Val then goes, "Fuck's an oppo file, guys. We both know what that is. It's a um, it's a thing that's probably illegal, but large companies do it anyway, where they just keep files on their employees of all the shitty things they've done, and then when they fire them, they're like, "Hey, this is basically blackmail." But uh, here you go. You said all these really shitty things, and everyone's gonna find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. Yeah, yeah. It's what I did when I left G-Dubs. Don't forget. The the marketing manager came around my house. I filmed him. Like He came around my house like knocking on my front door, told him to fuck off. I, like, I filmed him. And then since then, they blacklisted me, but they've not touched me. There's no Pinkertons coming. Yeah? Like, I'm I ready. I can't believe they, that GW hadn't thought about the Pinkertons before. <laughs> like, of course they hadn't thought about that. We're so on the Pinkerton trade, though. We're, like, that's coming. We're aware that the Pinkertons oh, yeah. are coming Oh, yeah. I'm out. fully expecting a Pinkerton at my door. And I don't even think they exist in Canada. But they'll they'll show up and they'll be like, hey. How's, what's the, what's the deal with, see, I only watch Due South. So what's the situation yeah. with Mounties nowadays? Still pretty chill and have a dog or not the best? They, they don't have as many dogs. They're not, they're, they're basically just cops. Oh, really? For sure Mounties yeah. usually associated with horses, guys. Yeah, but not in Due South. Not in Due South. No. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm out of my element here. Val, are you not a Paul Gross fan? Well, I can't uh, believe it. You're Canadian. You never watched Two South. 
You told remember, me how much you loved Passchendaele. Uh, and you said it was your favorite movie of all time. It is It is one of the most notable films I've ever seen. I yeah. know everybody. Amazing. I, I can't believe I haven't met. The Supercut. Dry matches. You got to do it. Got to do it. Um, pa- Paul Gross, I saw him perform live um, Henry V. Nice. And I just remember he was doing a... And he just he's the spittiest talker of all time. And there was this moment he was doing one of the many impassioned uh, soliloquies in, in Henry V. And this just this geyser of spit just flew from his mouth into the open mouth of the person he was acting opposite with. And just ever since I saw that, I haven't thought of Paul Gross the same way. I'm concerned, like, is all I'm going to say. I'm I'm wondering if uh, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to show everyone. So due south, just for anyone who's wondering, is this? Uh, there you go. But I haven't done this in a while, and uh, I'm a bit concerned because while huge fan of due south, uh, as you should be, uh, my man on the left has got big uh, uh, Hercules vibes. Like, mm-hmm. where is he? Where is he? Thirty years on. Like, is he down some sort of conspiratorial rabbit hole? I'm I'm worried. Is what I'm saying. Uh, but otherwise, great TV show. Absolutely one of the best, in my personal opinion. Um, uh, big fan. Uh, okay. When you found out Paul Gross's dad was Leslie Nielsen. Just peak. Peak what? show. Is that true? <laughs> no, it's in, not in true. In the series. In the oh, series. In the se- oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> not in real life. <laughs> oh, I thought absolutely. that was just men with brooms. Uh, also, I think that was probably why they did men with brooms together. Oh. <laughs> So someone right. in the chat has asked who the Pinkertons are. The Pinkertons are a, a private security firm uh, that people hire to union bust. The originals. The originals. And while the we OGs. nowadays, yeah, and while we nowadays have like much more professional outfits like BlackRock, um, who are more like I would say private security firms, private killing firms, like they kind of upgraded. Oh, yeah. Ten um, percent uh, of which uh, Games Workshop was owned ten percent by BlackRock. FYI. Uh, I now don't. I now kind of. Oh, I have to explain that to you. Oh yeah, go for it. I'm excited. So, um, so yeah, this came up, and then we got massively derailed. So the reason why BlackRock owns 10 percent of Games Workshop is no nefarious or on purpose reason. Games Workshop uh, eventually reached a size in market cap, so the value of its total stocks, uh, where it qualified for indexes, so including the the UK and the European stock indices. So. Because it got so big, it had to be included in those things. BlackRock mm-hmm. is one of the biggest purveyors of index funds. And so if the index that fund tracks suddenly includes Games Workshop, it has to buy up Games Workshop to hold that proportion of Games Workshop stock in its fund. Oh, That's what happened. So uh, although um, it might be a few percentage point, may- maybe a fraction of a percent of the total fund that, um, that BlackRock has, because it's held in that fund and that fund is so massive, it might wind up being a substantial portion of the underlying asset, in this case, Games Workshop. Oh, it's wow. not 10%, though. That's pretty good. Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you found that. We found that out just randomly on the show one day. We were like, oh, who does own this? And we're like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> anyway. You'll see Vanguard's up there, too. There's a lot of, so it's, it's, these are actually passive investment intra- I- I- instruments. Um, okay. Which... Yeah, so that's that's why it's not. It's you can not, always nothing... tell when Val's about to talk about finances because he gets tired, like immediately. <laughs> I'm he just, he's just like, okay, now let tired. me tell you the actual truth about life. Well, Money let's... isn't real. Well, let's bring we it make back. Make it all up. Let's bring it back because we do have new forty. The fiat to talk system about. is a is a sham. <laughs> 
I just feel like I feel like they no matter what I say on this topic, it's gonna be the same thing as GW has a church. Like, yeah, kind of like a prayer room or something. I know, man. Like people some people like church. It's not like a conspiracy, Rob. I I haven't ever said it's a conspiracy. We should return to the gold standard. <laughs> yeah. I'm not involved in the church. Uh, okay. Let's try to bring some semblance back. This is where I... we are. Okay. 10th edition is coming out. Yes. How much do we know without getting that? We now need like a Pinkerton watch. It's kind of like a game where it's like, how much can we talk about before the Pinkertons get us? <laughs> I can take it. I don't. So, I'm, so I've not kept up with any 40K news at all. Apart from you can't buy the lion is all i've seen it's yeah and and uh twitter is blaming artists they're they're blaming uh youtubers like you um for being Whoa. the reason why no one can get the lion why why am i getting blamed because you're you are a content creator so obviously they sent you like 11 lions to paint and uh they didn't make any more they only made enough to give to content creators genuinely that probably happened yeah, it's yeah, definitely it's true. true. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite uh, lion thing is that they gave one to like Pete the War Gamer, and I got no problem with Pete's content. But Pete is like a conversion guy. He like just does conversions and stuff. Yep. And so his first thing was like, "I'm gonna chop this the fuck up," and I'm like, "I don't know if like like everyone else, yes, you specifically because your USP is I don't I just break I just break your miniature. I would probably not." put him on the that one singular list all the rest great go at it but i feel like i don't do you know what i mean he that's just the one guy not to call pete out pete does great content wonderful person just want to say that just if i was not going to send it to one person that would be him that's it that's all i'm gonna say um so that's my i don't know if you've got any thoughts on that no, I mean, I saw two, uh, I think they featured one of them, like really kitbashed lions uh, that were from the, um, from the like content creator sent out. So. Okay. All right. Great. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. I don't hate all Pete or even that Pete. Uh, yeah. So I haven't been keeping up with 40k. Val, you've been getting more and more 40k pilled. I've seen it in the chats. I mean, I'm, I, I would say I'm, I'm getting a little 40k curious. I'm not ashamed to, to admit it, uh, but uh, that's about it. Also, I just want to shout out Ian McShane, because every time you guys say Pinkertons, all I can think of is Ian McShane. I mean, all I think about is Red Dead Redemption, because they Probably were the bad guys Pinkerton. in that game. Red Dead's got Pinkertons, too? Yeah. The, like, they are the bad guys in, in, in uh, well, one of the main bad guys in both Red Dead games. I think Deadwood. When I think, when I think Pinkertons, I think Deadwood. I think yeah. Al Schwerenger being like, then we'll get the damn Pinkertons. The fucking like, Pinkertons. The fucking Pinkertons. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, man, that's Ian McShane. Um, so, uh, yeah, 40K, 50K. There's a few things that they're signaling that I appreciate just from their uh, from, from the way it looks like it's being designed. And uh, I was quite cynical about it. And um, I'm, I was still mad that they went to ninth edition in the middle of the pandemic. Um but uh, yeah, no, it's looking promising. I don't know how you feeling about Pete. I mean, I I thought ninth edition was going to be amazing, and then they botched the codexes. So mm -hmm. I'm really hoping that that they don't do that because like ninth edition rules were generally fine. It was just the codexes were a fucking shit show. 
Um, and now like we're looking at fantasy. Am I right, guys? All right, guys. <laughs> and now, you know, I they're super simplifying a lot of things. And um, yeah, I'll, like I'm like, there are definitely some things that excite me. The new terrain rules uh, being like toned down universal special rules, which I've been asking for since eighth came out. Um, like super stoked to see those back. Can I can I get some can I get can I push back on this a little bit because like I haven't had anyone really I haven't obviously we don't do the 40k spy center at the moment so I haven't had anyone to discuss this with in detail um but in no way do the rules look simpler like no. nor in my opinion does it look like there are any less rules I think like I, th I think that that's like you're an incredibly smart man Pete so like I think when you see something like yeah that makes sense but like I don't think it's any less like I think it's just as wordy. I don't think it's particularly like shorthanded. Um, I don't. I I would like their this tagline that they've thrown out is uh, simpler, not simple, or whatever it fucking Which is. Which is such a hackneyed. It was a very clumsy line, but yeah. Yeah. Um. And and I and I think I really don't think it can be accused of being simple. Like it doesn't look like much more than like a potentially quite well needed refresh of some of the infrastructure of the rules and also addressing elements of the rules again i haven't read it in detail but like i read one of the weapon profiles i was like that isn't any simpler like that's complex and there's a lot happening there like you know and and i and, and while i agree with you about usrs i think having 1800 usrs is just the same as having rules all over the place right like so I would disagree, and the reason being, um, the main problems we had with ninth and with eighth was that they got rid of universal special rules, and then whenever they released a codex because their um, their quality control was kind of shit, if uh, you would have three rules that all did the same thing with slightly different wordings, agreed, and so people would you know really dig down on that and be like well why is the and in the in this other spot that must mean it's completely different right um and it just caused like uh, game breaking mechanics and just fuckery right so universal special rules are big um for simplifying the game in in that regard in that there's going to be less theoretically less like a confusion about like about those about those specific uh, instances um, on top of that, the new terrain rules are definitely far more simplified. Um, the fact that cover is effectively just cover unless you're six inches in the air, um, that's going to make a huge difference. Um, things like that. Like that's where the the simplification of the of the game is coming in. Um, we have to see more about from the codex perspective to see how many detachments are army is getting access to and stuff to see if army rules are more simplified. Mm. I get what they're trying to push with this concept of, you know, when you run your army, you only need two pages of rules. Sounds great. Um, at least from a personal perspective, you know, when you're playing with a new player and um, having them fish through 25 different stratagems because they want to figure out the thing that's going to work best for them. Um, whether that okay. will, you know, translate to everybody has 12 different detachments to, that they could possibly run. And that's where the confusion comes from. We'll have to see. That's kind of like the, the thing I'm hesitant about now to see like where that goes. Hey, what, what, go, go on, Val. Val, I wanted to hear like the positives or like you could talk on this bit. Sorry, what, like what, how are you feeling about this part? Like uh, just from the simplification point of view, I want to hop in that I think this is kind of how AOS tracked, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Rob. Mm. But it feels like they're trying to get a lot more of it so the game plays more from the the data sheet 
or the war scroll or whatever you call it in, in, in AOS. So that way, like, so it's more about how the combinations are more about combinations of units rather than combinations of effects and abilities that you layer onto an existing unit. There's more to me, like it looks to me like there's more on the table, if that makes any sense, rather than above it and sort of explained at you. I really uh, like I really feel for them in a load of ways, mainly because they make infinite profit almost and they really really undervalue and under resource the employees who create the rules in the game design so massive shout out to those guys trying their hardest in a, an environment where they should get more money especially under the level of scrutiny it gets like no they, Rob, they should just be fired and replaced when they get up in here <laughs> also that also that like i'd like to point out um so that's the first pitch second pitch is like each sigmar does have like some like uh, design in line so like um, what you would call like power combos, like one unit benefits one unit and it doesn't benefit any other unit. So you would, if you were taking like a, like a, I know, like a squig boss, he works well with squigs, doesn't work well with trogs, right? So if you're going to run trogs, then you would have a trog boss. They kind of work, they work in line together, makes sense. Like I get it. Like a necromancer works with zombies and doesn't really work with the vampires. So like, that's quite a nice little solution. In Age of Sigmar though, like, and I think would be fair to also see in 40k, is some of the armies are so like uh, structurally different in like how like narratively those armies are produced that you would kind of want the rules to be different. Like Space Marines can almost be autonomous with no interceding rules coming from anywhere else. They can almost like exist purely from their data sheet and their chapter tactic, right? Whereas with like uh, maybe Gene Colts. Uh, you would want there to be a lot of like maybe overlapping rules that you produce from other like sections. Like a Space Marine captain definitely makes his guys better, but Space Marines are in phenomenal, right? So you wouldn't want the Space Marine captain to like Space, Space Marine captains more should be like a hammer hero versus being like some sort of like strategic genius because all Space Marines are basically strategic geniuses effectively. Um, yeah. Whereas with GC Colts, the Primus. Like, it has to be something you write a lot of rules around, right? Like, or the, uh, what the brood, I forget what it's called, the the progenitor of the kind of, the big one. Uh, the brood lord. Yeah, the brood lord, thank you. Uh, like, you would want, you would want everything to be existing around that. So, like, I almost feel like you can't or shouldn't, well, that's a personal opinion, like, design a game system around it being widely linear in, like, okay, we're doing Tau, we'll design the Tau exactly how we design, like, as in the through line, as in like placing the rules in the same places as we would space marines because it would feel odd but they don't have that uh language skill they don't have those resources they don't have the time to do that development and they definitely don't have uh the people who they pay to do those jobs so like i know like to me personally i think 40k is a phenomenal setting but everything i've seen from the rules so far i've just been like it feels like a bit like fan service they're like you can now put marines in a raider and i'm like all right like cool like okay um i want to hop in there just real quick because i think that's like the wanking motion was definitely how i reacted to almost everything i heard at first Hmm. but i think there are enough changes at this point that i for example like speeding like take speeding up the game for example and that thing you just commented on like the transports thing well if you think about like i've been playing a lot obviously playing a lot of fantasy and it's a pain in the dick to get those guys on the trays, but once you're actually deployed and on the table, the game moves faster in a lot of ways because you're just moving around blocks. And the fact that they have realized that if you have your units in transports and encourage the use of transports, 
you're gonna speed speed up the game of 40k like phenomenally and i don't know pete maybe i don't know i didn't play in those days but i wondered immediately if that's why fifth actually was faster because like you had somebody so much less that was like foot based and you had a lot more stuff that was based in transport yeah well at least until uh, like gray knights came out that was kind of the concept right like um early fifth edition rhino rush was a thing land raiders for space wolves later drop pods like that all kind of did speed up the early rounds of the game um to a degree so so yeah like i would say you're right like you're not pushing 40 50 bodies around all the time um like starting in turn one um so yeah like i agree with that I do like the transports are, are making a comeback as they, they really, unless they were broken, they hadn't been seen. Um, we'll have to wait and see all the rules to see if it's true that people will go to them. But I mean, right now it looks like, like they're heavily pushed. Um, I would say like would a lot say, of, Oh God, sorry, Pete, after you. I was just gonna say like a number of the changes they're making are things that everybody's just thought should have been the case. Like why can't primaries guys get into any transport? Why can't um, like, it was just all stuff and they would always have really stupid excuses um so it's it's good to see those things in place um i yeah, I, 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 wanted, I wanted to say about the simplified not simple like uh, and and also this is true 40k is a phenomenal game current version of 40k is an outrageously phenomenal game like incredibly good like and my metric for that and you're both gonna shout at me now i'm sure is that it sells gangbusters <laughs> And event tickets sell gangbusters. So if, if yeah. it was if it was just it sells, but no one went to events, then like I'd be like, okay, like it's a great universe, but it's not a great game to play. Baby, you literally can't put on enough events. That thing is chock a pot. I don't know, like if I don't know if you've been tracking the numbers on like attendance, but I assume, I mean, obviously it will ignore the COVID period of time, but I'm sure mm -hmm. I'm sure that like like. And that has oh, to it's be outrageous! 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 And no numbers. one will come to Falcon, unfortunately. But oh, really? Oh, I'm having a hard time selling tickets. Unfortunately, there's a big team tournament in Ontario the same weekend, so you know, trying to make it work. But yeah, yeah. Well, you Flap should come wings, to Falcon. Yeah, flag you. But it's incredibly popular. Like, so you don't have to change anything. Why would you change anything if your game is so successful? And so it feels like it's a lot of like facial changes. No real structural changes in my personal opinion like but that's all again what i've like casually touched on for people who play the game it must seem easier after you val so i must be you guys i'm gonna keep i keep jumping in go ahead um I, like the toughness thing i don't think like honestly the toughness thing i think is massive maybe i overstated it because i made a comment somewhere about it but I, I like I that was the thing that immediately piqued my interest because that to me gets says to me that they understand systematically something about what's holding for what has held 40k back and made 40k maybe less interesting than it could be. And just the fact that they're opening up the toughness scale beyond 10, essentially, um, and they're allowing like units to, to have like a much wider spread uh, on that toughness scale means that you're going to get a much bigger stratification of units and you're going to get a better um situation you're going to have a situation where we're like one tool can't solve every problem which is i think one of the things that 40k has always had in my experience is just you you, you find the thing that gives you the highest rate of fire at the most acceptable amount of strength and each 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 edition kind of has like a strength and a rate of fire that's the best but 
or, or like AP combination, that's the best. But nonetheless, that's what you want to do because you just want to roll dice. But if you set it up so that, you know, certain things just, even if you've, you've got a good, a good anti-infantry weapon, you can't kill tanks and knights with it. That right there changes the game really fundamentally, I think, because you're going to have to like think very differently about the types of armies you're building. And again, reminds me a lot more of old Square Bast over here, which was really built on a toughness three system. Um, where like, you know, your average Joe is toughness three and things scaled out from there. And I think 40k probably started as the toughness four system and then added Imperial Knights and super heavies and it broke. And I think they've it's taken them over 10 years to figure that out and they seem to be addressing it. And that to me is exciting. The other version of that story is that like the numbers go up marketing is just very, very solid. Like and they and it's provable from last year. Like when you had like a tower railgun, it was like it's strength eight bajillion, and people were like whoa! Like marketing is like so good when numbers go up. You're like yeah. orc boys, okay? You're like okay. Did you did you give them AP? Like you AP one? Is that enough? Not really. Like okay, cool. But what did you do? Made them toughness five, baby. That was literally their pitch for new orc boys that they had plus one to a number, like and so extending how far they can add those numbers lets you add big spicy numbers which numbers going up is great marketing like you want that right in my opinion like i'm not saying that that is the only reason it's definitely everything you said is also valid but you can also just be like numbers go up baby like did you know space marines now are toughness six You're like what the shit they must be the best space marines ever i can't wait to buy them but they might it might very well be the case that they should be toughness six and but the problem is that they that a rhino was toughness seven you know what I mean? Like, it could be that Custodian should be toughness six, but a Rhino was toughness seven. So if you make a Rhino toughness nine or ten, now you do have room to make your inventory comparatively more tough. And I know, I know, I understand the impulse to like poo this, but like, this is something I fucking complain about for a long time. And especially when like their D six mechanic for wounding, uh, like based on toughness, scales super well. I think it's a very clever mechanic. Whoever came up with it. Um, just like the, the, you know, if it's, you know, if your strength is, uh, plus one, what is it? It's a three up. If it's double, it's a two up. And then the reverse for, for, uh, the other way, like that scales super well, if you use the full toughness scale, um, or like expand it out. So I think, I think that's why it is actually quite awesome. It's not just numbers go up. Numbers go up was, I think a response to the fact that they would paint themselves into corners and like they would have the, they're in this constant grind of like things would get were either too killy or too easy to like too easy to die because that there was just like weapons that could kill everything with impunity now you'll have situations where you need an anti-tank weapon to crack the transport to get to the gooey guys inside which won't be killed very well by the anti-tank weapon you know what i mean like you'll have to have different things to solve different situations i hope that's that's like to me it looks like they have opened up a real big what would what would old Rob say? Design space for themselves. Yes, it's true. What what the what are the couple of bits that you really like, Pete? Like, what's the bit that you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's the bit I really like and I'm hype about. Um, for me right now, the transport thing is a big thing for me. I was really happy with the change in tough, like Val's been talking about, change in toughness. The seem this seeming push. We'll see if it if it like it translates to paper. Uh, translates to the board, I should say, um, of like 
needing to use vehicles um, like to get around the board. Um, that excites me because it, it will speed, it should speed up the game, make things a little more exciting. Um, and then I really think this, uh, like just this change to terrain. Um, I'm not as big on the, the like the character changes um, because I, I think because I'm used, I have like some bad memories of sixth and seventh and the death stars, even though I know that they're limiting you to one character per unit type thing. Oh um, no, that's one well, in the core rules. That's our problems coming. Like in the core rules, who knows if there's yeah, not yeah. like something like you can also add this character to a unit as well, which comes. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be some armies like uh, Gene Steeler Cult or something where they're going to be able to add you know 20 characters to a unit or something, and yeah. they'll break it at some point. But like that's like I do have some some um, some skepticism around that. We'll have to see how that ends up playing out at the end, because um, usually the first couple books. You, it's how you feel the game's going to play. And we've seen this every edition. And then like the fourth book comes out and it's completely busted. And you're like, oh, okay. They just changed their ideas again. So, um, do you know what's yeah. crazy? Do you know what's crazy? Thinking about it, thinking about what you were just saying then is we know how their timeline works is that we're a year away from them starting to write 11th edition. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, I know that sounds super weird, but like, because when you like, when you like end up like, because we're at the end of 40, this version of 40K. Why do you have a toothbrush in your hand? I'm using it to clean my opinions out. No, I'm cleaning a model. <laughs> I'm cleaning a model. Um, I've made myself an Age of Sigmar army, which I think is really good. Uh, I'm, uh -huh. calling it, I'm calling it the anti-frog army. Um, no offense, Pete. Do but that. Yeah, Don't I'm, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going, I'm going after the slands. I'm a slant hunter. Oh, now. I, I thought that was some sort of. I thought that was uh, some sort of anti-francophone slur. No, no, no. Uh, I'm no. I'm after the. I'm after the slan. I'm hunting slan. The slan. Shame. 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 Well, but nothing wrong with them. Someone has to hunt them. They are strong. Is the answer. Um, they should be. Yeah. Uh, so okay. Bring back uh, Lord Mazdamundi. <laughs> they should bring it back. That would be awesome. That it's the. Awesome. It's like. It's like the biggest mistake they could have ever made was was just trashing him. Can yeah. imagine the model? Imagine yeah. like how many of them I would buy if they made Zlack and Mazda Mundi. Mazda Mundi like, in Total War is staggeringly cool. Yeah, yeah. Very and why cool. why is there not an AOS Mazda Mundi? He'd be so fucking cool. Just take a Stegodon, size it up like thirty percent. Have it climbing rocks like from his um, his signature spell where he like would open the earth, um, like have them like floating, kind of like the Grimnir from uh, Votan, with Mazdamundi on top with his little fucking frying pan, just like doming people. Um, <laughs> it'd be, ah, it'd be so good. Way back in the day, Kuminir uh, not had one of the top rated minis was a a custom Mazdamundi, and all my life I was like. I wish that I could make that or buy that because it's just so cool. Yeah, is Kuminir cool not still a thing? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's now a porn site. It probably is now a porn no, site. No, I, I think something happened. A Simon, years don't ago. they make their own? They make their own stuff, don't they? They make their own. Uh... So something happened. Oh, they got pushed out. So they were like the painting. Uh, they were the painting event at Adepticon, and then the pink. That was Crystal Brush. Crystal, but the, yeah, but the crystal brush exactly. But crystal brush was organized by Cool Mini or not? Oh. Same same group. Mm. 
same group. Okay. Uh, and then the Pinkertons. Slash. Pinkertons and the Wagner group came yeah. together. Wow. They <laughs> okay, formed so an alignment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, these conversions from Asmundi aren't even complicated, and they're so cool. Like he's just such a badass. Like it's just it's literally... he had the worst rules in fantasy because he would just die to fucking cannons. But like, oh, he's so cool. I think more importantly, he was like two thousand points. He was six hundred and fifty. I want to say was he was he, like you. If you ran him, you could only run him. Yeah. Um, I don't know that he fitted. I don't. I think he had to be. I think he had to have like the Grand Clash or whatever. Well, well uh, no, because once End Times came out, your hero and lord. Um, no one did that, Pete. Only uh, you. Oh yeah, people did that. Only people you did guys. that, buddy. Trust me, I Only fucking dealt with it all the time. <laughs> it was bullshit for like a year. But uh, I loved it. <laughs> right. So Val, what's your uh, what are the things that made you excited about New Forty K? Just to stick on stick on that for well, a moment. First of all, I just want to say that after Pete's um rare showing of, of affection and nostalgia, by the way, subtweeting us that he missed us. Didn't he... tag us in the in the tweet. I didn't <laughs> want you to know. I didn't want you to know. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't say didn't say, Hey guys, you want to do a show or anything? Just 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 I mean, just I was feeling lonely into the void. Well, exactly. I forgot that I have I had 666 followers exactly, and I was so stoked about that, and I never screenshotted it. And then some <laughs> dildo, some dildo fucking followed me like yesterday, and now I'm at 667, and I'm just like, get out no! of here. Two no, more at 669 though, so you're. Oh, you know, it's true. Okay, a silver okay. lining there. We're good. Yes, coming. Uh, yeah, that's coming. But anyway, it inspired me to follow to to nostalgically look back at some uh, older shows, um, and I discovered that I was uh, quite the uh, show apologist. Uh, what? For to work uh, <laughs> what? Throughout the entire Val. throughout the entire run, and it was sad to me. I was like, "How did they radicalize such a fanboy?" Because, like, in the face of overwhelming evidence, I refuse to not be a fanboy. In that in that particular context, and now, now it's look, me. And now look at me. Now, now, look at me. now, now I'm the problem. It's me. So, so I'm I'm reluctant to be enthusiastic about 40k, and I understand the, the the traps. But I do have to say that, like, yeah, there's some things that they're doing that that excite me, and I think I've kind of named them. Mostly, it's opening it up because I think they were. I really kind of want once we get all of uh, once Wahapedia has all of the new stats in, inputted, I really want to do a scatter plot of you know, strength and toughness in this game versus the other, just to see, did they actually change the spread that much? Because that will have, I really do believe, a massive impact on what units can be taken, what units are useful in what situations, and change the game significantly. Um, okay, great. Oh, like, that's good. It's nice hearing you both positive. I'm not, like, unpositive. I want to just be super clear. Like, I no, just... you're negative. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I just think, like... It's not that I... you're not unpositive. It's that you're actually... <laughs> No, it's just because because they're 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 marketing to it they're marketing it wrongly to someone like me. What they're saying is a bunch of buzzwords which doesn't really seem to play out in uh, what I'm reading when I do read it. Uh, and so I say, well, I don't necessarily like the 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 uh, like especially the simpler thing. I think again, 40k incredible, the best game in the world because of its popularity, but. Um, I would say that, like, it's, and this kind of touches on what me and Val talked about a couple of weeks ago, is that, like, it's in, in no way marketable to 80% of their audience. They have such a massive audience that their actual gamers, 
that very small significant percentage of people that that game furiously and and love those sorts of things is uh it's very small but it is very um uh un uh like uh, like it's unhinged it's, a, it's unhinged it's a brick wall it's a brick wall to i'm gonna say 80 to 90 percent of their uh their 40k player base um to put on the tabletop and it's kind of weird that the biggest ip for miniature wargaming is like so incredibly densely difficult to get into you feel like that there's a, a good market research person out there who's just going like let's just make this like star wars let's just make this make mcp like let's just have tokens let's just have simple stuff let's have diagrams like if they were to just hire one guy that does infographics like fucking one like that's all you need like their entire industry they could revolutionize the industry tomorrow like based on other game systems that i've seen over the past year or so and it would be so simple to have a couple of like fold out sheets that just tell you what you need to do like and they can make it really fun and engaging for a larger portion of the people so i think the people who already absolutely love 40k have no problem with the new 40k the real so like because you're just selling one-to-one right the rules changes are something that they've dealt with from last edition to this edition it, they've already shown that they have no problem with incredibly dense over-the-top rules where they're available they're like in fact give me more uh in some cases but for the other portion of the people and in my opinion games workshop's bottom line not that it really matters because they're still going to make fucking loads of money like it just feels like a missed opportunity that's all i'm going to say that's all i'm going to say like to like do some like actual like groundbreakingly different simplification type stuff like yeah to do some groundbreaking like it doesn't mean like but if you have the demonstrably best game and by the that metric of course being popularity and sales yeah um is is there not is there is there not a point at which at some point you have to have to say to yourself like is there something about the complexity that makes it popular? Because that's where I come to. That's where I've gotten to. I think there is an amount of crunchiness that you you do want to keep having. And something I didn't mention earlier, and I'm, so I'm going to derail this. Getting yeah. rid of the psychic phase. That's actually something I love. Wait, they got rid yeah. of the psychic phase. Yeah, it's gone. And morale yep. phase. Wait, and the morale phase. And then no psychic powers. They're psychic powers, but they're now either guns, basically. So in your shooting phase, you'll have a profile that says, instead of shooting your gun, you can do one of these things, and they're all spells, but they just have the same profile as a gun. Yeah. It's just on the end, it'll say psychic or whatever, which means it'll do mortal wounds. Um, and then basically all casters are going to have one or two signature spells on there that'll say, like, in the movement phase, roll a die, and on a one or on a two plus, you can do this type thing. So... Right. Okay. So they're, they're they're effectively buff support pieces, but you don't exactly to... just like just like captains and everything else are going to be. Um, so you put your psyker in a unit, and they like one of the examples um, is like a librarian, um, and his psychic abilities are like he has smite, which is basically like a, a eighteen inch gun that does mortal wounds, um, and he would yeah. also give um, just by being in a unit, he buffs them to um, give exploding sixes. It's kind basically. of it's kind of a fascinating thing where the ability is like, so the ability that the individual pieces have is entirely is justified by whatever lore reason they have them is, yeah. but mechanically they're all the same, right? They, they function as like pieces of the profile, which there's a piece of me that mourns because again, so super into fantasy right now. And I love the magic phase in eighth edition. Oh yeah. Um, I, miss the, I miss my eighth edition magic phase. So there's a piece of me that mourns that, but also 
the fact that you have a specific phase that by for for reasons like the dwarves or in in 40k the tau or any number of, of factions just don't interact with that phase has always created this fundamental like imbalance um between the armies and the factions because certain certain factions narratively just don't interact with with magic or psychic stuff so to like remove it feels like an opportunity to sort of smooth that over because it now like if you're tau you still have ethereals that function essentially like a psyker might but you know they they don't pine for a phase that they don't participate in they will have units that still activate and and do cool buffing things or shoot versions of mind bullets and what whatnot like i feel like it works well okay all right well ultimately i'm excited to see how people feel but i in my opinion it'll be super successful everyone will be a great time how are you feeling how you both feel it about tyranados tyranids and just more space marines uh i'll just throw my 10 in 10 cents in i'm over space marines now they're they're over they've jumped the yeah they're done they should be cancelled yeah i think yeah i think so but like just make it guardsmen all the way down in my opinion mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, i would but, be in for that I'd be in for that, but uh, but Tyranids—they're looking cool. Uh, what do you think so far, Pete? I mean, it's cute. It's cute. I I um I knew that there was a Tyranid refresh coming for a while. I thought more would have come out in ninth, uh, but it makes sense if they're the tenth edition box set that they were going to wait. Um, I like that the that they're doing callbacks to really old editions for the Grognards with the Von Richten's Leapers or whatever the fuck he called them, because that's a third edition reference back in the early, early days of Tyranids. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm stoked. The new Tyranid Prime with wings looks kind of cool. Um, I like that he's got a smaller profile. Um, yeah, like Tyranids are cool. Space Marines, we knew they, they still have probably like 16 kits they have to release. So, and there's <laughs> going to be more. Like I, I, I actively know of, you know, four or five more kits that'll be released in 10th that I'm sure are going to make people super excited I think the um, what was it? I'm trying to ramble about space. Space Marines, I think, again, the, the reason why this Primaris, Primaris launch over the last 10 years has been so awful in a lot of ways is that they haven't been replacing kits. They've been duplicating kits. Yeah. So, like, every other army, like, the, you're not going to buy... Well, actually, you can buy the old source Temple Guard for some reason. Uh, but, like, you can't, you can't buy the old source Warriors now that they've been replaced. You know, like, because there's new Saurus Warriors, whereas there's Primaris Marines and Tactical Marines. So it makes it extra insufferable. And, like, that's crazy to me. They should have just called them Primaris Saurus Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> they look so much cooler. They look do. so much cooler. They do look cooler. They do look cooler. Um, and I have some of the old school original Saurus Warriors who do not look cool. Udama Fifth? Fifth source of fifth edition source warriors. Oh, yeah, the those. tiny little guys with the sticks. Yeah, cool. and I have the old skinks with the that actually had short bows. Yeah, um, like I don't think there's a good paint job for them. I've seen people try. I've seen some pretty masterful painters do some work on the old old stuff, and it's still it just makes them look okay. It's just like you can't. And someone's gonna come in here and tell me I'm wrong, and I don't give a shit. You are wrong. Do you know what I want? <laughs> I want justice for the terrain feature that Space Marines had that never saw enough play in my opinion uh that was a bold the thunder, choice the the the, the uh the drop pod bunker 
the bunker, yeah. It didn't mm. get in, it never saw enough play and I'm gutted about that. Never saw any but, play. But, <laughs> but Rob <laughs> Rob, some of the I believe some rumors are that, that we're gonna get AOS style like faction based terrain. That's gotta that's gotta tickle your fancy. Uh it becomes wildly problematic, in fact, actually. Uh because <laughs> Like, because what happens All is... All the train pieces are racist. <laughs> Damn it! As is the way. Hashtag Squibast. Um, the, yeah, in Age of Sigmar, like, um, if you do a terrain map, for example, and don't know, go around the terrible, terrible player pace terrain, um, then uh, you then got to be like, okay, but now if if I bring my bit of faction terrain, I could just make an impassable wall, which no one can get past. So you yeah. have to actually think through that problem as well on top, which isn't super problematic. You, get, you normally get it to just replace a bit of terrain that you've got on the board, um, which is kind of my process. And then hopefully they've thought through that process uh, and then they've worked that as well. So it's okay. Like, I don't, I mean, faction, again, in ACMR, not everyone has faction terrain. So it's like a weird, like, you do or you really? don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, we have endless spells, but not every faction has endless spells, which again is super never, weird. I didn't, I didn't know but that. It's like Seraphon don't have endless spells, and you're like, what? Like, I'm a little upset right now because I was, you guys were like, what about new Tyranids? And I was like, new, new Tyranids? <laughs> so I went to go look. And then on the uh, on the Tyranid Prime with Wings uh, article, uh, they were like, and then Ripper Swarms. And I'm like, oh, cool, new Ripper Swarms? And it's an actual link to the Forge World Ripper Swarm. Really? Uh, which is three for fifty-four dollars. There is, um, there are some pictures um, out there that GW put out that seem to show possible new Ripper Swarm units coming, oh. but I don't think they're being released yet. Is the problem? Okay. I think uh, that's what happened there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they look good. They're, they're fun. Tyranids are. A, it'll be it'll be fun to see them really push the, the story with the Tyranids because, as a faction, like narratively. Uh, they're quite engaging um, in the kind of the biomass eat, yeah. but they but they don't really have any like internal like internal politics, internal. There's nothing about them that's quite like divisive. They are a homogeny, which obviously is evil. Like uh, anything where anything where every, the entire singular unit is working towards the greater of itself, the worst, the worst. Don't do that. Don't do, don't that. do that. Don't do that. Um, don't have Tyranids to. believe in the gold standard. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, like that's gonna be a weird protagonist, right? Because it's just monster eat. Yeah, much. I mean, if we look at ninth, they they made it Necrons until they just forgot. Um, <laughs> like, like six months in, they were like, Necrons are doing real bad stuff. They're <laughs> making people real sad. Um, and the Silent King's back, and that's cool. Oh shit, there's Abaddon. Like that's, and so we're gonna see the same thing, guaranteed. Six months into tenth, they're gonna be like, you know, the Tyranids are a problem. Abaddon's also a problem. <laughs> Abadabba. He's a big bad guy. Don't forget Vashtor. Yeah, Vashtor. Maybe he'll have good rules in tenth. It's kind of like the uh, the '90s. Any like uh, TV series in the '90s where you had the seasonal bad guy, that seasoned yep. bad guy who then would go away, but there was still always like they'd be like, "Oh, here he is, Spike's back." Yeah, yep. Buffy, leave Spike alone. She couldn't. She couldn't get couldn't off that. Leave him alone. She couldn't leave him alone. He was so hot. <laughs> it's it's just, like, just vanished mid episode, uh, like three in to the to the to the season. Yeah, he was only ever meant to be in three episodes. 
he was oh, he was meant to die. Josh yeah. Josh Whedon threatened his life. Yeah, Sorry, they, they I actually thought you guys game. were making generic references to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, failing to realize that Spike is a specific character that did only last three episodes. Who I have met, and he is a beautiful soul. You like, maybe he's not. In, I Amazing. did, yes. Amazing. Amazing. Someone, uh, um, I was at um, Fan Expo in Toronto, like, God. 15, 16 years ago, and he was there. And I went to his um, little talk he did, um, and then I met him in person a little while later because he was just kind of wandering about. Um, but in the talk, the funniest part of it was he was standing there answering questions, um, and this woman raised her hand. And uh, so he's like, oh, yeah, question from the lady in the back, and she stood up fully topless. And he, and, uh, and he was just like, oh, um, are you in the middle of something? And it was just the way he handled it. <laughs> and she was like, oh, well, my baby's here. I was breastfeeding. He's like, okay, that's super cool. Uh, we'll come back to you when you're, you know, when you're ready. Like you could, you don't like, I'll wrap up. Wrap up. <laughs> but yeah, it was just such a, like, like he, like the shock to nonplussed in like a millisecond, like the eyes open and then like, okay, I can handle this was just great. Anyway. So what, are we saying are we saying Abaddon is the spike of 40k? Abaddon is the spike of 40k, okay. guaranteed. That's awesome. I uh, I also just want to point out that we have three different logos on the show and none of them are sponsors. And uh, <laughs> 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 uh right, okay, so 40k uh new edition. I so some other little bits, because uh, I think it's worth talking about as well. Uh, and I'll try not to bring up the Bass Pro Shop anymore. Uh, but um, uh, it's Warhammer Fest this weekend. And yours mm, yes. yours truly, the man, the myth, the legend, Rob, uh, that's me, uh, is going to be there live uh, in mm -hmm. person uh, holding handbags, uh, mainly. <laughs> <laughs> as one does. I am, I am the photography assistant to the star. So Yes, um, you are. Yes, mm -hmm. I am. So if anyone... Maniac. Yeah, Miniac, I'm the handbag carrier. So if anyone wants to say hello to me at Wamfest, please do. Um, and come say hi, that would be great. Uh, I'd love to say hello to anyone. But also, um, we should get some 40k Jason Show stickers. Can I do that in 24 hours? Probably, yes. The uh, the question is, uh, there is a bunch of releases. And, oh, I'll also be able to go play new 40k. Um, which is... Yes, yeah. Like, uh, which is actually on my list of things to do. In my list, like, I have... Warhammer Fest is shit. Like I've been several times. Uh, just so you know, there's nothing to do. There's literally but like this one is bigger. This one is bigger and therefore less to do probably because everything will be full. <laughs> uh, so I tend to take up whoever, whichever poor minimum wage staff that they've got that have to showcase the new game system. I intend to take up all of their time and just just play the new games immediately. Um, so what portion of of the areas? single single employee stores will have to be shut down entirely to staff Warhammer Fest for three days. Uh, like, will the entire retail wing, like, in, in Northern England just, like, be shut down because they needed 25 people? I don't know what the process is. They're flying all the Americans over, though, right? They're like, your American contingent of events team are being flown over to uh, participate... Oh, my First, Mike class. Brandt's, uh, first class. Yeah, sure. First class. Yeah. Yeah, for, for Mike Brandt's handbag, perhaps. 
Uh. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm his handbag holder. Um, because uh, uh, there is a 40k event there, and there's also an age Sigmar event there. They're also live streaming the 40k event. Uh, all nine rounds, zero coverage of the age of Sigmar game at the event, zero. So, I was gonna ask, how big is that event, Pete? Do you know? Nope. I wonder if it's the standard because I think Mike generally caps at 256. I wonder if that's what it, if it's if it got capped or not. Some exciting news is that the schedule for the event is uh, not the same as the event, uh, schedule for the live stream, and I'm not talking about minutes. I'm talking about hours, so uh, that's pretty fun. Um, uh, but like either way, uh, it's there. But the important part was is there's going to be a bunch of reveals, and I wonder what you two think the reveals are going to be. Uh, so I've got them up on the screen now. The first one, 9 a.m. on the Saturday. Uh, now, this is quite exciting. They announced this after people had bought tickets. So if you bought tickets for maybe later in the day, you already missed this announcement. Um, I also think these previews are not in... There isn't a theater... There isn't like a... Uh, a like uh, a hall where they're going to do any of the announcements. So they're actually being live streamed on Twitch... So if you're mm -hmm. at Warhammer Fest, you just have to watch it on your phone at Warhammer Fest. That's incredible. That's what? Good. That's how they should do things, always. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's, hold on. There's no live presentation at Warhammer Fest? Almost certain. Uh, it's not in Mikey, the... Mikey, no. There's no There's no space. Like, again, to show you the map... Mm. There's yeah, a let's look at the map here. There's mm. a very large shop. Parking lot, maybe? Um, but... Yeah. They could stand on a table in the food hall. No, they'll make them tear down the stream to do this. <laughs> yeah, that's only only Oh man. <laughs> but, so why <laughs> <laughs> Pete, thanks. Thanks. I, I just I'm so tired, I'm just gonna sleep under my desk now. <laughs> Not sure oh, what's there's the case. that despair I'd been missing. So they said, they said that their seats are first come, first serve for the presentations. Okay. Uh, currently on the map, there is no area for presentations is only my major issue. So even if I wanted to go to the presentations, when I walk in, there isn't, um, uh, there isn't a this is where the presentations will be bit on the map. So, uh, but... We'll ignore that. That's fine. Let's assume that there's a presentation area. We just. Do you think the food stalls are going to be forty k themed? Oh, what would you? Want? I hope so. Yeah. What would you want? I don't know. Just some sort of a protein slurry for forty dollars. Like it's that's... gonna no, because like they do granola bars in forty k. I bet that's all it is. Oh, that's so true. everyone, everyone's just pointing out that there's something called the auditorium entrance. So it's going to be in the auditorium at the top of the picture. So this gray oh, area that the is uncolored marked, area, yes. The, the uncolored, unmarked area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Good. All right. Perfect. So, so there might be, there might be an in-person one. I apologize. It's just the map. Well, the, the uh, maybe we'll we'll add we'll add to the notes for the postmortem uh, that they should include uh, some coloration around the auditorium. Well, you, it's okay. You know where to hang out and paint. That's the important part. That's that's vital. Okay, so Warhammer 40,000 uh, launch news. What do you think it's going to be? What do you think it's going to be? What could it be? 10th edition? Are we going to see the new Spass Marines? Are we going to see the launch like 11th box? edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you... Uh, what do you, is, you think it's just going to be the new... 
I think it'll be the new launch box and probably one of the new Primaris units that we haven't seen before because they have to give us something. Jump so, back, maybe. Either the new Primaris Vanguard vets, maybe the new Flamer dudes. Um, None of those have jump packs. Where are the goddamn jump packs, man? That's what I mean. There's new Vanguard vets that, that would have jump packs and they haven't oh, been fun. shown yet. Um, or maybe the new Flamer dudes because I think that I've heard through the grapevine that there's a a new Primaris Flamer unit that's like supposed to represent heavy flamers, not just aggressors. Um, and there's a couple other units it could be. So I, I imagine we'll get that. I imagine we'll get this, the box in like one new unit that's just like, hey, look at this pretty thing. I think we get the announcement of an app. Oh, yeah. No, we're definitely going to get the app. and Well, we should get the app announcement as well. Because okay. I think that's mostly done now. Okay, so the app is there. By the way, with my premiere ticket to Warhammer Fest, uh, I get a digital free codex. Did you know? Oh, are you going to take Seraphon? Included. Uh, is that a codex? I don't, oh, it has to be 40K? You can't take a... Well, I don't know. They've just written codex, so... I also, don't. it's probably just a ninth edition codex. <laughs> Also, and I mean this quite sincerely. They've just all... torn the. They just tore. They just tore the like the the code page out of like <laughs> a thousand a... different codexes. Yeah. I could give them to you. Yeah, but I um uh I already have all the books digitally, so I'm like I'm gonna let them know that when I I'm like it's okay, bro. I've got this digitally. It's fine. Thanks. You should um, give it to someone in the street when you leave. Yeah, I will. I will. I'll just be like, hey, yeah. do you want a for, do you want a code? Um, so yeah, yeah, that's good. I'll give it away to someone in the chat. Uh, yeah. okay. What happened? Not in the chat. That's they don't deserve that. They do. No, no, no. Yeah, let's go chat. Uh, right. So then, what happened? Forty thousand. The app. Who knows what that will look like? And then noon, we got some stuff. I don't think any of us really care about Underworlds, Warcry, Middle Earth. So we're just going to skip that because who cares? Age of Sigma. We're probably going to see uh, the announcement of the new GHB um also our narrative book uh for the summer and then also um uh probably the cities of sigma stuff um uh which they'll they'll expand upon which is quite interesting Look at those logos though but mm -mm. then but then oh boy 2 p.m on me. sunday the <laughs> the warhammer old world pete we haven't got your uh, your th thoughts and feelings about the old models new game what do you think? Fucking sucks. <laughs> it does fucking suck. <laughs> Anything beyond that? Nope. Okay, perfect. I mean, I'm hopeful that there are actually, like, the article didn't say there were no new models, and we have seen them show off, like, weapons and shit. So, like, there will be something. Um, I was a little bummed that the Pretonia, they seem to really be pushing, like, here's all these old models. Like, cool. But, like, you could do so much better not that the Bretonian models were shitty like but they've improved like they've improved everything else so much why can't we get like a super cool like grail knight kit or something i don't know nothing makes sense although rob i have noticed that some uh some resurgence of the empire and orc based starter set do we see something other than tomb kings and Bretonians? and and we've been we've been hoodwinked all along We've been uh, wink hooded. So we could have, we could have. Uh, as I understand it, the first four armies out are Orcs, Goblins, Empire, Two Kings, and Bretonia. 
as I understand it, like based on coffee shop rumors, please don't send the Pinkertons. So um, those are what we, we're currently hearing, uh, which is nice with... Uh, and again, not to express those things publicly, with the uh, with with maybe some factions we were never expecting uh, on the horizon. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, the we could have been hoodwinked. I'm not sure. I've enjoyed this week, uh, Val. You noticing the actual plummeting of uh, the prices for Tomb King kits available online, right? That has been yes, a I have actually. This it's has been real. a fun thing. It's real and it's it's actually quite staggering. And I like it's it's led me to actually wonder like this is probably the best time to buy. I would just guess because Tomb Kings feel like they're getting to roughly retail price on eBay right now. Yeah. Um. So like I, this feels like this is probably the best time to buy a Tomb Kings army because when it actually does launch, GW will instantly sell out, and then everything will be twice the cost again on eBay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing going on in the secondary market right now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very weird. Um, I think we see the box because, uh, I'm putting it as November. I'm not sure if they'll do it yet because maybe they don't want to fuck around with 10th edition box, but two boxes at the stake. What you, you don't at think... least, at least some, at least, at least some minis, at least some minis, right? Right. Right. I... right? Why? They've never, literally, they've never had uh, Old World in a preview. This is the first time Old World's ever appeared in a oh, preview shit. period. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, so, I mean, and they don't have Blood Bowl in there. So, like, it's got to be a big deal, right? Yeah, it's um, taken up all that precious Blood Bowl time. <laughs> that famously precious Blood Bowl time they've had in previews in the past. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. hours they've spent talking about their new uh, Dingle Hop Flipper Jop. <laughs> fucking specialty wizard my bigger, my bigger question is is like horse heresy what the hell are they going to do with horse heresy now that the books are done like isn't this sort of like keeping the lord of the rings movies license now that the movies have been out for 20 years like it just feels strange that they're like i don't know what what happens with the horse heresy franchise in general right move now. on to the scouring do that uh yeah this is scouring to move on to absolutely like that's that's huge and like and eventually they do they do the reunification wars right like that they go back to uh the yeah. emperor reforming reforming everything and, you and then we the get zombie forward. models and shit and yeah 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 that definitely happens um uh yes i think so i don't know i don't know like hmm. i mean does any of it matter if they can just make the same space breed as the last time and then they just sell you it again like just like do you need anything smart <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, you idiots will just gobble it up anyway bro yeah it maybe will that's why i'm not going to the lectures that room will stink of like excitement and enthusiasm like 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 it will be musky and i do not yeah, want to go in there a thirsty room yeah it'll be a very thirsty room like i can't watch adult men like clap when a space marine comes on that's weird <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> I, I can't do it like i love this hobby like i love this hobby and i love Thumbs this thing self-respect <laughs> Come on, man. You can't do it. Like, no. Yeah, come on, guys. It's not like it's a plane that's landed. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's, I do. Wait, Pete, does that happen where you are? Do people clap when the plane lands? Yeah. I'm up, I often clap. And I want to hit everyone. I want to hit them all. 
Like I am not a violent person. That is that just gets me. That's, that's just because you talk to pilots a lot. Yeah, and interact with them, and, and I know how like plane them. lands. And like the pilot did nothing. The pilot did, <laughs> unless you're in like a fucking Cessna. The pilot pushed probably thirty buttons, by the way, because it is at least that complicated. But he did it five minutes ago, and then after that, he's just like, "This is gonna do the rest." So here Chill we go. On. I really hate when people clap in the cinema after the movie. I clap in the cinema after the movie. That's legit. That's a work of art. Yeah, I take my 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 shirt off at the end of the movie. <laughs> I clap. I'm like, I'm I'm in, I'm a fan of any sort of public displays or like like public Objection. interactions amongst amongst uh, strangers, except for whying at tournaments. That's that's where yeah. I that'd be my the equivalent of the airplane clap is is the why at tournaments, but. Aside from that, I'm all about like giving some woos. I like catcalling, you know, um, that kind of stuff. It'd be good. I am um, uh, like I've just if we're noticed... on a plane together and you clap when we land, Val. I am pushing you out of the door. <laughs> I, all I know just is that if you, you actually do come to Toronto, I'm making you drive to my house just so I could <laughs> just so I can see what happens. I know what happens when Uncle Rich comes to my house, and he lives in Hamilton, and he cannot handle it. So I've, I've driven downtown Toronto. That's what you're referring to. Like I've done that. Before. That's what happened, huh? Yeah. You went for driving downtown Toronto, and then just all all the all of the brain cells just ripped in half. <laughs> it's. I mean, when it takes half an hour to go one block, yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Love it. When you're when you're cruising down Spadina at five in the morning, though, Spadina, man, you, get, you get all you get all the time in the world to think about your life. Um, I've just noticed that the event at Warhammer World, which is a golden ticket event, calm down. Um, uh, probably the only one in the UK at this point because we are not. It's not going well. This side of the pond is all I'm going to say. Like, really? People, it was, like everyone's like, we got to pay. They're like, yeah, like no. That's a that's a big that's a big no. Thanks, gang. Um, generally, Zach, they're also Zach, not. Uh, they're Zach, also, the UKTC doesn't didn't, didn't slurp up a bunch of golden tickets. Oh yeah, of course. Like each one of his events is a golden ticket event. Sorry, I'm exclusively talking about Age of Sigma and the independent oh. scene. Uh, that's the kind of. Um, uh, but what is the golden ticket? Uh, if you win an event, you get a free ticket to an event in the USA for the World Championships, but you do not um, get flights paid for or travel paid for to go so it's on the tos themselves to pay for that the idea is that the golden ticket prize in quotation marks um uh, will will boost your ticket sales which is not unfortunately it seemed uh worked for many of the events we got the world open this weekend that's not a golden ticket event uh we just had an event recently that was like 12 people one of them won a golden ticket <laughs> no way really <laughs> yeah yeah um and then but like for 40k obviously zach's just got that in the bag right but zach would sell those tickets anyway so i i think he's just giving games workshop a grand for each <laughs> event he runs at the minute right i have to address something here yeah because i'm noticing that the chat seems to think that i love hollering at women uh oh. because i mentioned cat oh calling. you mentioned cat calling yeah uh <laughs> listen <laughs> Uh, while that may be true, what I was I, I was using cat calling in a more generalized sense of just yelling at people in public uh, without invitation. Now, this is not necessarily of of a, of a sexualized nature. A lot of times, just a woo or a hey or a hey bud, something like that. <laughs> a classic hey uh, bud. Uh, not not uh, not like whistles and like high fiving my bros. Um, 
Okay. Most contacts. Thank you. Just to Thank be clear. Because hashtag quite bust. Because I mean, I am I am standing in front of a large fish with a with a fist. Thank so you clearly, I'm credible. Thank you to our sponsors, the Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> yes, thank you to Bass Pro Shops for everything <laughs> you've provided for us today. I would Mainly Val's hat. I would like it if one day the three of us are at the bank of a river, just fishing. Yeah, and that's the. Ad. I, I would well, love it. Welcome to Bass Pro Fishing. Uh, wait, the Square Bass, sponsored by Bass Pro Fishing. Um, I would love it. Anyone out there in the chat who is part of the uh, the Bass Pro, I assume they call themselves a family, um, uh, <laughs> uh, let, please do get a foot in the door. That would be great. <coughs> uh, it's nine rounds at this event. Nine rounds. Yeah, nine rounds. Yeah, it's the new, nine is the new five. Nine, but that's also how Brant always does it. Because he does, because actually, you don't actually. Uh, he uses pods. I can't remember the terms anymore. No, he yes, doesn't. Use, he gets well, mad if he, he gets mad if you say he uses pods. But he uses, he uses pods. pods. He's a pod person. Yeah, he's a pod man. I actually really love. I lo I really do love the U.S. Open tournament structure. To be quite frank, it's um, good. Yeah, it's good. So, if only yeah. layout three wasn't a complete uh, like a complete piece of garbage setup. Uh, other than that, like I I think the I think they actually have some, they're onto something. I think they're onto something. What are they onto? <laughs> They like it, for a forty k event. It's not. A, it's actually pretty well run. They, like and um, their terrain set isn't complete and utter garbage. Uh, layout one and two are generally good. Layout three, I think they're still trying to figure out how to make a third layout is part of the problem. But what? Uh, <laughs> if it, if it, wait, hold on. Wait, one, two. So on the actual uh, PDF because we currently got it on the screen, they have uh, layout two. Uh, mm -hmm. wait, wait, have I missed one? No, 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 no. They just have two. So the way that they've worked out how to do number three is they've just left it off. Yeah, it's, quite, like, it's a bad. It like it's it's a shooting gallery on three. I remember uh, like the original series. There was only two. They just, but maybe they maybe there's there's a third now. They yeah. had added a third, and people were like competitive side. People were not keen on it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but then I don't know what the pod system is. But there we go. So I don't know how many people there are, but you will have a man in the field, old Robbie Rob, uh, on an exclusive VIP <laughs> ticket. Yeah. With just his float. Bass Pro Shop T-shirt on. Just floating That's around. Yeah. Hang out <laughs> unionization pamphlets <laughs> with the beleaguered staff who don't even work for Games Workshop. They're all just be like, man, I was just at the I was just at the bus station and someone offered me ten dollars to come here. I hope there's, uh, I hope there's a, like a Ron Swanson moment where they have just random event staff and they're like, "Have you heard of forty thousandist K?" And I'm like, "Bro, yes, tell me more. I can't wait. I don't think you're allowed to do any filming there, uh, which is a shame. And if you do, obviously the Pinkertons. Um, yeah. So, but I'm going to be conscious of that. But it's pretty exciting. Pretty Man, exciting. Wizards of the Coast. Jesus fuck. Jesus so what fuck. actually happened? Because I've only, I've only. Okay. Gone as okay. far as you guys talking about it in, a, in our in our side chat. Okay, uh, calm down just for a second. Back up, relax. Let me tell you a story. I'm ready. So this so this this guy with like 11 followers on YouTube loves Magic the Gathering. Orders a pack of uh, what he thinks is the new set, March of the Machines. A, a couple sets. He has a friend or somebody that owns a, a shop offers him 24 of the of the sets and he buys all 24 he gets home from his vacation 
picks them up and they're actually for the next set that has not been released yet. They have not been spoiled. This is a set that's supposed to be released in like two months. Um, somehow his provider got the wrong set because they're it's called March of the Machines Aftermath. So easily a mistake could have been made. He makes a video. It's not good because he's like, you know, just a little old dude just showing off his magic cards and he just unpacks them and he's talking through the whole thing about, man, this is so cool that I got this new set. I don't think anyone's seen these before. Shows off all the cards. That's it. Like a couple days later, he's doing another video and the Pinkertons show up at his house. <laughs> and they're like, we would like all of the things you have bought because you stole them. And if you don't provide them to us, we will arrest, we will have you arrested. And his wife was uh, like crying because they thought she did the big illegal. Um, and then he gave all the stuff back, including rappers. They wanted like the garbage from it and everything. Um, and then uh, he spoke with uh, some representative from Watsi and they're like, oh, we're really sorry. Um, like we didn't want it to go that way. Um, which clearly, of course, you fucking did. You sent the Pinkertons. Did they? Did, hold on, uh, just one. Like, and this was the here. first step. They didn't contact this I was guy. Gonna say, like, were there? Were they there any? They weren't like, like pre-escalatory. No, there taken? was no like, hey guy, hey, like we sent you the wrong product. Can we have it back? It was like zero to a hundred. Here are the Pinkertons to re to retrieve our product, or you're going to jail. Um, yeah. How do you go to jail for that? Pinkerton being, jail being a bad also known yeah. as kidnapping yeah yeah <laughs> pinkerton jail <laughs> uh like i mean we've had union buses in the uk for a long time like under the tories proud, we had proud english tradition proud english tradition being scabs and union busters uh shout out to all of them hope they uh meet the same fate as maggie thatcher and um, uh, the uh, died in old age. Ah, uh, damn it! No, somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere else. Died peacefully. In <laughs> <laughs> somewhere else. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we've had a trap proud tradition tradition of that here. But I'm not sure if we have the Pinkertons. So uh, I'm going to be conscious of it. I will be on Pinkerton watch at Warhammer Fest, though. That's necessary, I think. What if you were the Pinkertons at Warhammer Fest? Yeah, I'm not a class traitor. So anyway, and like people have noted in the chat, like the Pinkertons can't actually arrest you. Um, no. But like that's like they were throwing around that he'd be sued, that he'd be arrested. It was a whole thing. Um, anyway, suffice to say, he has sent back the product um, and it's not gone well for Watsi. There have been a number of uh, investigations that seem to indicate, um, Gizmodo did one, that this isn't the first time that they've sent the Pinkertons to deal with leaks. Fucking goons. Um, <laughs> it just seems to be like maybe their, their go-to move. <laughs> um, and it is funny because with GW, when you, ac when you accidentally leak something, they just immediately publish it on Warhammer Community. So at least kudos well, to them for not going no, to... I've seen now this Now they're going to be like, why... We could have sent some goons. No, I've seen this. I've seen this a lot. Like I've seen this a lot online. There's a lot of memes going around where people are like, "Do you know what? Games Workshop are pretty greedy and pieces of shit a lot of the time to us as customers, but at least they're not sending the fucking Pinkertons." And I'm like, I don't think that should be your metric. Like, <laughs> <laughs> also, let's be honest. They're just gonna send a beleaguered 
store manager uh, who had to had to had to shut down their shop and drive forty minutes uh, without any compensation for travel costs. Yeah, to just sort of just sort of like exhaustedly ask you to please give it back. They're gonna send Eddie Eccles over <laughs> and just be like, and he's gonna he's gonna be smiling the whole time and just lost and confused. <laughs> You but just slowly have... pushing Mike Brandt out of the frame. I see. I guess you guys have. Have you seen the? Uh, I watched that video back. Uh, I didn't. This is. I'm saying this for a bit. But because um, uh, why would I watch it back? But the uh, if you look, notice the entire time, Mike is actually lent sideways, green line. But Eddie is always straight, green line. Yeah. No. No messing. Uh, there's some real power dominance there. <gasps> Does that mean Warhammer Fest? If he's got 40k coverage, we'll have Mr. Paul Murphy there doing the. Oh, hi, guys. Oh, my God. Winner with a chicken dinner. Can't wait. I'm excited. I'm going to try and get a photo. Um, TPM, okay. man. You can, yo, you, he wouldn't even... I, I don't I don't. I think he'll take a selfie with anybody. Yeah. So, like, you could, you could probably get in there. Homer if he won't big man you. Homer if he won't big man you. Don't worry. Okay. All right. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Um, all right. Good. Good. Uh, <laughs> old world news, if there is any. Uh, yeah. There's none at the minute. Although I will say, uh, I want to call out, um, they've been marching forward with the 40 years of Warhammer. Um, they're on article 16 and it's week 17 of the year. So they are on pace to get through 40 weeks of Warhammer uh, and then drop the old world. I think drop the old world. Uh, By the way, I'm still on date by the way, for 40 K to be launched at the same time as the Warhammer 40,000 collaborative stamp collection coming from the post office. Still the best. I really I've had. hope not. I really is that hope June twenty fourth. No, yeah. it's June eighth, isn't it? June twenty fourth is when it's all in the office. I think. Oh, like, okay, what, okay. Yeah, like because I thought on the on the thing you sent it was like June eighth or something was the the release, which would make me sad because that's like two days before my event, and I would be real sad. No, I'm, I'm almost <laughs> uh, I'm almost certain that 40, 40k is out on June the twenty fourth. That's what um, I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, uh, so I, I just want to bring this up because Rob, I think rightly so, you were often, um, you know, banging the pots and pans about like the lack of artist credit and how they're underpaid and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And mostly I've just been like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, as you've been going on about it until they do this thing about the orc shaman who conjured a classic new look for green skins everywhere. Oh, the and, article. Yeah. Yes. This is the 40 years. This is the 40 years in Warhammer. And it's one of my favorite models. It's an incredibly epic orc shaman. Um, And uh, does not mention, I'm pretty sure, anywhere here, Brian Nelson. What a dick. Whoever wrote that. Which which (laughs) blows my mind because Brian Nelson has, previous to this article, as far as I know, like always been mentioned around like the, like he had multiple write ups and, white dwarf in the day and like just like that sort of the aesthetic of the gw orc is brian nelson's style and uh he wasn't mentioned here it was the first time i've ever noticed them like writing the creative talent out of the story and i think it's did you did you post anything about it on on social media i meant to but i don't think i did you really need to like that's how they know you you go on there and you say hey you (laughs) fucking kumquat like what about brian nelson and and they will respond to that. They, That's true. Yeah, always. 
if we knew like a really influential like a content creator who like knew a lot of like these types of people maybe they might be able to have them on their show yeah Do you know how difficult it is to produce a show for someone? Just just give me five minutes, right? I had to buy microphones. Like, I don't have the resources. Yeah. I get it. Right? Give I had me to a... buy microphones and then use them on my show. <laughs> right, just give me, give me some you. time. Yes. Right? Kumquat some... is an amazing insult. And an everybody amazing. should be calling people that. Like, that is my go-to. No. When some pilot is acting like a dick, I'm like, hey, fucking Kumquat, you... Just land your goddamn plane. <laughs> the, now, uh, I know you guys look. are not big Lebowski guys. Um, I am. He does. He. You are okay. So you are. Yeah, the big Lebowski is great. So the big Lebowski. He has. He. I've actually. This is something I've always wondered. Never actually looked up. There is a, a a point where he's exasperatedly arguing with somebody, and he calls them a quote. You human. It sounds like kumquat or paraquat. You human. Human paraquat. Paraquat. I don't know what it is. Let's find out. Human paraquat. Okay. I'm excited to find out. This is what we've come to. Yeah. This is good though. This is where I want. This is quality. Yeah. Uh, uh because Wizard Polish was the artist gets to keep the original they made. Oh, okay. Last time I'm gonna recommend it. This is from Guy in the chat. But you'll need to read the Slaying the Dragon, a book about TSR. Uh, following the rate of rise and fall it's amazing to read story while uh living the game's virtual story it's a must for example did you know that when wizards bought tsr the ceo of wizards took all the artists who still worked for the company into the art room and told them everyone gets to take your originals home because wizards policy was the artist gets to keep the original of what they uh, the art that they made that's pretty interesting uh the book is called slaying the dragon if anyone's interested and wants to read it um i don't did you find out what it was put up per what Oh, no, I totally forgot I was doing that. Oh, well, okay. My ADHD is slightly less than yours, so. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> a toxic chemical that is widely used as a herbicide. Mm. Oh, okay. So Primarily for weed and grass control. Yeah. A human paraquat is a human t uh, pesticide. Cool. I love it. I the, love uh, it. The other thing about fast, uh, which, again, is my favorite element, because uh, if I find someone who is, like, showcasing the old world, I'm not going to move for two days and just play eight games of the old world. Like, and they'll be like, time for the next customer. And I'll be like, wrong. Please that please is you wrong. Wrong. I am play. the next customer. <laughs> Absolutely wrong. Get ready it's for a me. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get ready for a scene. I would, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, that needs to be recorded. Get your phone out. Yeah, winner sta stays on rule. That's what I'll say when we I'm yes. like, like shake Just his hand. Put a pound down on the on the <laughs> Just on the ten rail. pounds. Yeah. On the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but my uh, but there are no there are no um, there are no studio staff anymore. So just uh, in relation to you, them not crediting. They all quit for the no, <laughs> not yet. Um, the uh, they no longer there's a there's a policy at Games Workshop now where their events, they no longer have studio staff. So obviously they have event staff and they have event management, but studio mm -hmm. staff themselves, uh, unless roped in, uh, are no longer. So you won't be able to talk to the writers for the Horus Heresy or 40K or any of those other things. Like there, uh, there's a policy now where they, they, they can't be at events. Um, so they just can't be public facing. 
Asshole. Who's gonna get fired over this? Who, like, honestly, what asshole is 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 so stupid and petty that they're doing this? We, and we, when will they be fired? We know because this is, this is this is this is really stupid. Like, it's aggravatingly stupid that you yeah. would hide your talent from the people who want to love them. Um, also, and then, what are you going to Warhammer Fest for? Fest. During the tournament? Too fast. Too fast. Too fast. Like I am I am here to fest. Let the festival begin. <laughs> Just dance I around. thought this was a Ren Fair. What the fuck is going there'll, on? There'll be a Maypole. Yeah, um, I'm into uh, it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh yeah, Val, it's you can't like and this has been this is policy now as of this year, so uh same when they had the Warhammer World Open Day recently. No, no, no studio staff, just people. Like, do they even do they even have like their marketing department staff allowed? Like the media yeah, yeah. people? Yeah, of course, of course. Like, uh, although Those I'm guys not, are allowed out? although I'm not actually a hundred percent certain on like their presenters. Uh, I think that they're going to lean into using a lot of influencers to fill the roles of public-facing uh-huh. people. Is kind of the yeah, because that's much more controllable. Yeah. Yeah. which is which is i odd. guess those people you can literally buy off with plastic rather than having to meet salary demands so it actually kind of it does kind of work mm, mm. i won't lie well, also That's there's no cost bad. they cost zero, they, well, cost no, zero. they cost plastic they cost plastic but i mean like if, like actually yeah all right a little tip of the cap there that's not too too bad if you do have uh you know a bunch of very thirsty um sycophantic content creators always willing to do whatever you ask them to for plastic or maybe some plane tickets that is definitely much cheaper than paying the market rate for homegrown talent that uh, that you have on your like subscriber based channels. So that guy who's like showcasing how to play new old world or new forty k is like won't know who I am, and I'm like, bro, I'm staying here all day, and he's gonna be like, I had the most awkward customer on the Saturday who wouldn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't they? Um... Haven't they already been showing off 10th edition at uh, Warhammer World? I heard that's happened a couple times now where they've just randomly pulled it out. Yeah. There was um, a week or two ago, I there was a, a big call in a couple of my uh, secret discords for people to get to Warhammer World immediately because they were showcasing it with some NIDs and Space Marine models. So wow. I think they've just kind of been randomly doing that already. I think that, that, like, I mean, they have to train the staff, right, on how to tra- yeah. and how to teach the audience. So I imagine that that'll be packed out, uh, that section. So I'm going to go and find the kid who's teaching Necromunda. I'll be like, okay, boy, time to learn. Yeah? And then we're like, now, well, sir. <laughs> is is there an area that's not, like, are they even demoing other games than New 40K? There is, if we look at the There's map, a demo zone for other a, stuff? There is a demo. It just says, what does it say? It says demo area, I think. I thought uh, I saw just like new 40k. Maybe, maybe uh, there is there is a zone for just 40k. Yes, a hundred percent. There is a zone for just 40k. Um, but that will be again, I imagine, busy and also smelly. So, not keen myself to go to that section. But uh, but the Necromunda area, old world area, would be the best. So we'll see. Um, Have you played a game of Necromunda yet? Yes, one. It was very go. Com- it's very confusing. Warhammer World used to have like when 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 I came and visited you there, uh, they had, and I don't think Necromunda was even released yet. 
but they had like a dedicated hive table that was so complicated and like just a wonder to behold. Wow. I wonder if it actually would be fun for playing Necromunda on. So when, so when, so when I first started going to Warhammer World, like when I first got into the hobby years ago, I would go on a Wednesday because they used to be the late late night gaming night. And I would go every Wednesday and we'd play Warhammer Fantasy with someone and we'd try to stop our models like sliding down the Roman battleboard on our movement. Oh, I miss those days. Oh, <laughs> just, what a I miss those days. We had to flock them like crazy just to make it so that it, you'd stick for a second. Just yeah. blue tack of a hard like this is a disaster. Like someone would nudge a table, your entire deployment would be completely different. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but then like kind of like, like the mixture between like a German techno act and like extras in the matrix, like eight to 12 people would turn up with various like leather, but like not expensive leather. So like very plasticky looking outfits uh, and then various types of like Mohicans and Mohawks and, uh, and, and colored hair. So like uh -huh. me uh, would mm -hmm. turn up and then they would get out a couple of boxes and they would just unfold this incredibly complicated set of like plastic and also paper boards. Yeah. But then have a briefing would then uh would then go on to play what looked to be the most joyless experience i've ever seen people play <laughs> never saw a smile uh, uh never saw like a craft work listener party <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah like and then uh and then would deassemble uh, uh, it all and then, and then it would leave and i was always like who the fuck are those people like every week i was like what are they like who are they uh, anyway, later turns out, like when I eventually got to, they were playing Necromunda, I eventually learned. Uh, but the leader, yeah, the chief of them all, well, who is now a black library writer for Necromunda called Mike Brooks. Uh, He's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's what I've heard. I've heard everything he makes is really great, or everything he writes is really great. Uh, but like he was the leader of the uh, of the of the German techno uh, underground war gamers. <laughs> Uh, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes so much sense. Uh, anyway. He's like, I love him. I love him because he doesn't give a shit. Like he's he. People hate him, by the way. Like Grog, like because of his takes on like female space marines and shit. Mm. Really? And yeah. I apparently, he's really nice. I think nice. he's the best. Yeah, he's just I, awesome. I, I he wrote the Lion that. Book. That's why I heard. So that's why I wanted to share that story. It was really fun watching someone. But also, just FYI, again, if you want a job at Games Workshop, just go and play there. And pretty much they'll just give you a job. <laughs> right, you, uh, you want to work here? <laughs> maybe that was people who, the people showing off 10th edition at Wild World, maybe they weren't employees. Maybe they're just someone who'd found the rules. So we're like, oh, we'll teach you, lads. This is easy. Um, anyway, uh, right. So I think that's us done. Oh, unless, I don't know what else there is to say. Where, where were we caught so Do we have with? any final, how about some final uh, old predictions? world predictions? Ooh, what what old is going world to actually happen? Okay, I'm excited about this. I'm excited about this. Uh, old world predictions. You go I'm sure first. Peter will give a very, very specific and serious answer. Okay. Well, I'm, I I can't go right now. I need to hear yours because I yeah. don't know. I wanna, yeah, go on. What I you got? Think about it. Give me, give me the zazz. In my head, I think I, in my head it's only been the launch box, but as immediately we start talking, it's like clearly it's just going to be friggin' like some like 3D renders of uh, someone's foot. Like so, I'm disappointed. But hopefully. I'm hoping for a launch box. Is it too much to hope for a launch box? Uh, is it too much to hope for a launch box? Uh, like to be revealed. To be revealed. No, I think we'll see a launch box. I think that's what we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I think. There can think... in the old world. That's the announcement. If only. But, but then, but then, 
they would have to show the launch box for 40k and old world at the same time and that might be too much uh oh really they haven't um they haven't actually announced the 40k launch box have they no hmm all given us a date well they never really do give a date do they it's, it's like two weeks they, they would they would announce it like three weeks before so like yeah. june 1st we'll get we'll get like a Again, again, absolutely stupendous marketing. Whenever they let you know that they've got a product coming, and they're like, "But you'll never know when." <laughs> TBD. T Who knows? Uh, also, also, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow now. Quickly, quickly! Oh, we've sold out. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> oh, you didn't know it was on sale. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like I might. Yeah, but you're right. Maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll just be. Maybe it'll be some models. Then I'm just hoping something good. Um. Yeah. Okay. Pete, okay. what's your what's your prediction? Okay. This is what this this is what it's gonna be. I fucking guarantee it. And if it's not this, you need to pay me. GW, right now, send me money and okay, do perfect. what I'm saying. Perfect. Because okay. this is like, if they did this, everybody in the chat, everybody at home, like, immediate immediate sexual tension would just explode <laughs> like you wouldn't know what to do with yourself okay like you feel like you were in the, a bass pro shop the more <laughs> i think about this the more excited i'm getting so it yeah. has to happen okay? okay so picture this picturing you're you're sitting down in the auditorium mm -hmm. they've got these shitty plastic chairs you're not comfortable it stinks You've listened to Mike Brandt talk about uh, Vanguard veteran space Marines for 35 minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, because he's just pushing for time. They're trying to get in the back. They're trying to get the PC working, but they forgot their aux cable. Um, and then all, lo and behold, screen comes down. Okay. Screen okay. comes down. Yeah. Okay. Lights go out. Yeah. And you hear... Like the galloping of hooves, like screen screen lights up. You see just like horse hooves, right? <laughs> and they're just galloping along across like this this field, right? Yeah. But slowly, as they're galloping and it's it's going, the grass starts to like melt away. Okay. Oh. And it okay. turns to slowly turns to sand. Yeah. And those hooves become more and more skeletal. Okay. And then you hear like like this like etheric neighing of, of horses and it's sure. Yeah. And it back the camera pans back and there's fucking Cetra <laughs> just sitting there in his chariot and he steps out and he says, Cetra does not kneel. The crowd goes fucking wild. They're just like, What the fuck? Cetra, the coolest, second coolest for Warhammer Fantasy Battle character of all time. He's right here in the fucking building. And then they go, bam, bam, bam. And you get pictures of a new Cetra like 3D render because they don't obviously have a model yet. But they're uh -huh. like, look at this guy. He's fucking cool. And it's Cetra. And Cetra is the best. So fuck you. And that's what it ends with. Cetra is the best. Fuck you. Right on the screen. Pete, that was a lot more earnest than I think you've ever done anything in your entire life. Like, yeah. I'm excited up to, up to the Cetra is the best. Fuck you. Not sure that should be included. Mm. But the rest pretty like like unbelievable i would just bam see the thing is in the mind palace that you took me to it's beautiful 
Yeah. However, I don't know if you two can see the screen. However, I think the execution might unfortunately end up a little bit more panto horse. <laughs> <laughs> Like, 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 I'm in for everything you described. Mm. I just think you end up with Cetra doesn't kneel, and it's just like the very cheap <coughs> Halloween and costume like, where you like, need to have the him bone across, guy. Like, you need to have him across from like a bunch of Bretonian like lords or something, right? When he does it, to like, it would just be oh, because you know what? End times was amazing, except for when it was a piece of shit. Mm. And but the very like the like that scene in the end times when Setra like decide, like he has chosen to follow the chaos gods. And then you find out, nah, sucker, I didn't anyway. And he does that. Like Setra does not kneel business and then fucks them over and kills a bunch of them. Like that scene is so cool. And they just, they need to just only ever do that. Okay. Just only, only Cetra. ever Setra. That's it. Okay. Okay. No matter what we get, it won't be as good as what Peach has dialed up. So I think maybe for the reveal, we'll just replay what he just said. <laughs> can we? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We can clip that out. That's very possible. That's with today's Pete, you might not know this, but we're streaming in 1080. I've heard. You know, there was a time when I had a 1080 uh camera. Remember? <laughs> I was It's it's in my van. I can bring it out, uh, and uh, but I'm very happy for you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm very don't, happy. Don't get too much tech out here. It's, it's pretty well. Okay. Like, well, like maybe you can re re reconnect. I would love to connect with you guys uh, during reveal day. Uh, I will be at fest. I don't know what the internet will be like. I can build up, as we know quite comfortably, the equipment for a shadow stream. Um, so just a, a laptop where I just like talk, not actually anything that anyone would be bothered about. Seems very, I think you could safe. just do an 2019 and phone stream the finals. And, um, you know, it's, it's literally the same as doing a TikTok live. Like, so I don't think anyone can, ha it's literally the same. It's a live video on a social media yeah. platform. Seems very comfortable, very mm -hmm. safe. Yeah. You can play a Taylor Swift song in the background. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Uh, yeah, the intern is lolling. That is correct. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> in incredulity uh, is worried. But yeah, so we maybe uh, maybe we could join you live at the weekend. Who knows? We'll see. You could we'll be see. that. You could be like that bro who brings like the full like laptop, keyboard, and mouse like stream setup into an MMA ring and then just gets the shit kicked out of him <laughs> on the stream. You just be that guy. Yeah, just be that guy. I think. I think we can wait. I reckon. Like, listen, I reckon a couple oh. of get, get if you really want us to get spicy, Val. What if I get the Mevos? Yeah, secrete them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hook them up to the Wi-Fi. You connect them remotely. Yeah, I'll give you like secrete them. Secrete them. Yeah. I don't know this how to sweat out, Mevos, out the but yeah, it's like it's like fucking Crisco after a, <laughs> a dinner at Wendy's, like. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Or 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 whenever there's an announcement I can just do a divorced dad from the car uh quick video. Um and just get into That's my life. Yeah, <laughs> just get into the car. Just be like, What? I can't believe they're releasing my space marines. This seems brilliant. Um I can find someone's car. It'll be fine. Look, there's right. a lot of quality ideas here that um you know, I think we could action. So Oh, also I printed a whole Bretonian army, just FYI. Mm -hmm. The the rog V is telling so, you to behave. Just, I just want you to be oh uh, yeah the rog A. Don't, don't ignore that. So it's fine. Um, uh, okay. So uh, what have you guys got planned this week? Val, you got any uh, square bast 
uh, nonsense planned this week? No games. Uh, no games. I might. I might pick up now, now that the fever of uh, Total Warhammer Three has passed over me. Wait, is it Thursday? Uh, might... Yes, yeah, Thursday. I might play Old World today. Hold on. Let me check. <gasps> I've just. You keep saying this on Thursdays. I can't I wait to see it. Maybe. Maybe it'll be. Uh, oh. But uh, and I've got I've been we we I started work on a vampire counts army that I might pick nice. up again and, uh, nice. and and start hobbying on that would be about it. Okay, that's great. What vampire counts? How come vampire counts? I love the I love vampire counts. I just have never the, I think because they made a pretty seamless transition into AOS, and also because they're quite beloved, you don't often see like like fully painted collections of vampire counts. So I have a very busted collection of secondhand vampire counts I've built up over the last couple of years. And I'm finally sort of given some TLC to it. Uh, Tech Priest Dicky came over and we had a little hobby day a little while back. Oh, so that's cute. It was nice. Real cute. That's Real cute. cute. That's cute. That's cute. I'm I'm really excited to build the Square Bus network for uh for Old World. Like that's actually something I'm I'm really excited about. Like I'm excited about the launch box and the rules, but I'm excited about actually getting on that train. New book mm -hmm. comes out, like mm -hmm. talking about. The, do you know what I mean? Like getting into the mm -hmm. nitty gritty, crunchy. Like, oh, I can't believe you're taking twenty five halberders. I'd definitely go five by eight. Like because that isn't content that existed when the first series of like it did a bit. It did a bit. Don't get me wrong. Bit, yeah, but like not at the and scale. They were all wrong. Yeah, like so, like at the scale at which we're able to knock it out. Like I'm super hyped for that. That's really. I also look. I just look forward to a game system that doesn't have anyone who's mastered it immediately, so that way I could come in with opinions before yeah, immediately. For being about wrong. six seconds. Yeah, yeah, for about six seconds, and then then just be completely wrong. Uh, I mean, you more than not more than anyone, but probably in the world, are uniquely able to just immediately smash it out like from the get-go and get a lot of practice games in which is fun yeah i was actually eyeballing because i have a obviously a ton of streaming equipment that i have no real purpose for anymore and i was like yeah i could do a battle report and then yeah. like, that's that's just, that's like that's up there with like maybe i should just open a hobby store no total uh, biscuit that bad boy <laughs> like not total biscuit what was it what's his name um like lord tremendous striking score just give me just give me a still image with some voice over the top. Oh, Production time, eight uh, minutes. Healing Hammer. There's uh No, never did two Battle Reports. Guys. No, there's a there's a Mr. Canadian Malorian. guy. Uh, once bitten three sixty. Yeah, Mr. Malorian. Mr. Malorian once bitten three sixty. They yeah, both yeah. did the most of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. R.I.P. Total Biscuits. Oh yeah, that was yeah, I think yeah. I thought it was not him, I think. Um but again, I'm just talking about those video battle reports. You can absolutely do that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of things I can do. Lots of things. But me, not to. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, and then, uh, Falcon, you got any, uh, you doing any hobby? How are you at hobby at the minute? You're so busy driving. Yeah, I mean, um, I've been magnetizing a lot of my Blood Angels to prep for 10th, mostly. Uh, painting a Votan army for shits and giggles when I can. But most of my hobby time right now is prepping for Falcon and hoping people actually show up. Um, I bought... 20 tables of AOS terrain uh, that I'm slowly building uh, in my um, my garage, essentially, yeah, right now, uh, one piece at a time. Um, I've got some friends that are helping me out. So I've got another 10 p uh, tables on the way that I've got to go pick up about two hours away. Um, yeah, so working on that, i got to get motivated to up send some updates out about the player packs. I want to put your terrain pack on my website so people can see that. 
And uh, yeah, really just focusing on getting that out of the way and getting prize support ready and hoping I don't take too big of a hit financially for it. Was the terrain pack okay? Was it helpful? Oh yeah, it's beautiful. I loved it. Okay. Um, it helped me purchase the terrain because I like I basically had zero good AOS terrain in my opinion. So I used it as kind of a, a baseline for what I needed to buy. And uh, I'm going to be setting up based on those uh, pictures you sent me basically. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. If anyone wants those, by the way, they're on the honestwargamer.com forward slash terrain and they're free and everyone can use them. So there's a pack and there's it's, a pack. it's It was super helpful because I like had negative zero, negative a billion idea how to set up an AOS uh, table. So yeah, so that's, I bought like... That's going to be the interesting bit for Old World, right? Like that's going to get released. And I don't know, like, I think maybe I'd be leaning on YouTube more than anyone. Like, what the hell? Because terrain just was in the way, right? In old Warhammer Fantasy Battle? Mostly. I mean, like, you you could get benefits from, like, there were benefits and negatives to, most people only ever used, like, forests and rivers, and then you'd have one or two towers on a table mm. uh, to garrison, because garrisoning could be a problem. Um, there was a lot of terrain that just never got used, because it was, it really kind of ruined the game. Um, the, what was it, the Magic Portal, for example. If you ever played a game using the Magic Portal, um, you never used it again because that just ruined lives. I had a guy um, playing a game when we had that on the table um, leave his army, uh, almost break the table, and and walk away after I had 20 Soros warriors take out his entire high elf army. Perfect. In a game. Was- it was beautiful because we'd had an argument about if I could beat him with just 20 Soros warriors, and then I did. <laughs> Okay, well, great. Uh, I'm not. I don't have much time for hobby this weekend. Being at first, uh, yeah. although I am, I am. I have um, been printing. I've been a little bit disappointed. I think uh, 25 mil bases are very easy. Square bases are easy to find and 3D print. 30 mil, uh, not um, something I've been able to find so far. I found this very cool um, designer that does them. So you kind of, cause on an FDM printer, you print them upside down. So the top is the bottom bit. Then you print the kind of outwardly angled. So it works really well. But then the center bit, there's literally a bit, th- bit you 3d print for the magnet, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, so that's really fun. Uh, yeah, you could just scale it up. But I'm, I'm not super confident. I'm going to nail that. So that's kind of on my, on my list of jobs to do. Um, and then, uh, and then I've also fi- started finding uh, movement trays to three D print as well. It actually quite involved, like uh, the the variety of movement trays you just need for a single army. Uh, I can see why many yeah. of them back in the day weren't like themed with the army because oh, like, it's fucking difficult. Yeah, yeah. Because I had, I had like six themed. Uh, movement trays that I had for my skirmishers because, uh, but even then that was only for deployment. And then I, they would end up off of them almost immediately. Um, and then I probably had 30 other movement trays that I brought with me to every event. So, yeah, it's super, super, it's super, it's actually quite frustrating, but like I'm only doing it for a couple of armies, so it should be fine. Um, so yeah, that's I think one fun. of the biggest problems with it is that we don't know what the, sort of the default formation will be. Like, yes. I mean, like if, like in, Eighth edition, Pete knows it's better than me, but like six wide, if you're on 25 mils, is pretty normal. Yep. Um, if you're on 20s, like, you know, a horde formation stand is is normal. Six, sixes and tens often were kind of the, the go tos unless you were trying to do shenanigans. Yeah. So, like, that's, and I'm sure that same type of thing will, will reveal itself, but we won't really know that until the game starts. So, it does make it hard to plan for. 
Okay, right. Well, listen, we got to go. We got to go. There's people yes. out there. There's people yeah. out there who Pete's losing his voice. Like Val's, yeah. Val's got to get out there to the Bass Pro Shop and get our sponsorship lined up. That's uh, right. And I've got to start working out how I can strap Mevo's inside my hat. Um, that's the plan. So he uh, hid that Mevo in the only place he could. <laughs> his butthole. <laughs> his butt. Oh my god! I could ask Cannon the footage. Amazing. You totally could. Throwback. Square bass. Hashtag ass square bast. Uh, All right. Well, Pete, thanks so much for being back on the show. It's Thank been you. lovely talking to you. I missed you guys. Thank you to Val for the outro music. If you do like what we do here, please do check us out live. Like and subscribe. Uh, Val, you got any shout outs for us right now? Uh, shout out to Warhammer Fest and the incredible reveal of Cetra coming at us this weekend. Let's go. And then Falcon, anyone you want to shout out? No. I've been hyped to have you two back. Thank you to all of you. Loads of love. And a special shout out to the guy who has to spend eight hours with me playing a game he doesn't want to play on Saturday. Loads of love. <laughs> See you guys soon.